0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. I'm Steve Vanagraf. I'll be your host today. Jumping right into it, I wanted to discuss a principle with you today, a pitfall that is so easy for owners to fall into. This is the trap of doing it yourself, DIY, taking on too many peripheral things that you should really not have on your plate. If you have to go in regularly on your days off, If you have a long list of things to do that you haven't been able to complete, if your days at the office seem hectic, or if you feel stress on the weekends when work should be over, please listen. This is likely a problem for you. There is a ton of stuff that needs to be done in your practice, outside of patients and leading your team. But most of this stuff can be delegated or hired out to others to handle so you can focus on your biggest ROI, which is patience and leading your team. Instead of narrowing our focus on those two crucial things, we decide to put on all types of other hats and pretend to be a secretary, the bill payer, an accountant, a marketer, an IT tech, a lab tech, and so on and on. But doing this will burn you out quick. Your productivity will inevitably decline from being stretched too thin And if you do everything yourself for a long time, you will start to suffer from chronic and consistent stress. It will eat you alive. So this is an important topic. Let's look at why we do it yourself. I listened to an interview with some entrepreneurs recently, and one of them said something that stood out to me. He said that a small business owner has to have intense grit and determination to make sure your business gets off the ground because nobody is doing that for you. It's all on you. You have to make it happen. However, that same grit and sweat that got you to your initial point of success is the exact same thing that makes you a terrible CEO and prevents your business from scaling and really taking off. You can't get to the next level doing everything yourself like you were forced to when you got started. To take it to the next level, you need to have others doing things for you. So paradoxically, the very trait that has allowed you to do well prevents you from doing great. Why do we try to do everything ourselves? Largely, I'd say, is two reasons. The first is control. We just have to have things done our way. We can't trust that others will do it to our liking. And so to make sure it's perfect, we just do it ourselves. Anybody, though, who knows a rock star front desk or an experienced EFTA that has placed fillings for a long time and so on and on, anybody that knows these people knows that this is simply not the case. We need to get over ourselves and trust that others really can do things just as well as we can. The second reason is just to try to save money. I don't want to pay a professional to do that. I can figure this out myself. I don't need another assistant. I'll just use an isolite, and I'll help with instruments myself. The problem here is it is nearly always more expensive to save by doing things yourself. Every hour per week you spend doing things other than productive dentistry is an hour you're working for at a fraction of your potential. The monetary value of your time as a dentist is much higher than nearly every other service that you can pay for. So, in another paradox, our attempt to save money by doing things ourselves is actually just costing us money. Here's a couple of examples. One doctor I worked with last year took over a practice that had basically no system for verifying insurance, sending out claims properly, and following up on outstanding claims. The, the insurance and the finances, it was just a big mess. So this doctor who was scheduled uh, for working four clinical days a week would come in on Fridays and kind of attack this problem, which is a great thing to do. The problem is instead of figuring out the issue and training the team on a new system to avoid this problem from happening again, after a couple of weeks, he became very good at doing front desk tasks. He didn't just clean up the mess and then move on. Instead, he actually started doing a lion's share of the front desk work himself each Friday. Not really, in my opinion, a fun or productive way to spend your day off. So we discussed this, and while I can totally understand how important it was to him to have all the collections done just right, I suggested that if his goal is to really collect more, he could just take a couple hours of his time doing front desk stuff and do more dentistry. And it would cover multiple times over the cost of having an extra biller come in to help clean things up or to outsource the claims clean up to a third party service. So that's exactly what he did. He kind of owned up to this and said, I can let go of this and delegate it out or train it out and make sure that someone else can do it. But he handed it off and now he's enjoying his day off like he should rather than coming back into the office on Fridays. The time we do have to spend outside of clinical dentistry should be working on the business, not in the business. So we're making CEO type decisions on how to grow our practice and improve our team, not being the worker bee that tries to go in and cover every task ourselves. Another example, I spoke with a dentist a few weeks ago that called and he was just really stressed out and tired at his practice. I asked him, what he was up to. And he actually said in that moment, he was at his office. This was uh, late in the evening on a Wednesday night. And he was trying to reconcile his credit card expenditures and he just couldn't figure it out. If you are spending your late evenings reconciling something, please stop. I asked him over about it. And apparently he would do all of this bookkeeping. And then he would send it to his accountant who was a very expensive accountant uh, that would use these reports to do his taxes once a year. Turns out there were a lot of better solutions for this. So uh, he could outsource all this bookkeeping and stuff he was doing and pay less per month overall than he was already paying for to do his taxes if we just switched to another company. So he saved money, got his evenings back, and got his sanity back. He just needed to let go. This principle can apply to life outside the practice too. I'll give you a personal example. My microwave recently broke, and I thought, hey, this is a nice microwave. I'll just fix this latch here and save a couple hundred bucks. Before I knew it, two and a half hours later with tools all over and wires hanging out, and a bunch of YouTube videos later, I said, what am I doing? I could just do a filling or two next week and have somebody smarter than me figure out this And I could go do something better, like hang out with my kids or do something with my wife instead of losing to this appliance. So that's what I did. Funny example, but really the issue at the heart of what I'm talking about is what is the value of our time? Are we allocating our time consistent with our priorities? Does our profession allow us to do the things we love? Or are we allowing it to quietly suck our hours and days away? Maybe you just love front desk work or reconciling, whatever that is, or you love working on a microwave. Great. If you do, perfect. But if you don't, you can spend your time doing other things and not lose money by doing those things yourself. Here's a challenge for you. Look at your time spent at the office and at home this week and write down every non-chair side thing that you did and how much time it took you. At the end of the week, total up all the days and see what are the three biggest things that were taking your time. And then answer, how can you delegate or hire those out? If you paid somebody else to do them, what would it cost you? Compare that cost to how many chair side hours it would take you to make that much money. I'm guessing it's not many. And then can you accept that, yes, somebody else can do this for you just as well. And it's likely to be more expensive doing this yourself? What is something you would love to do away from the office with those extra hours? I invite you to try this little exercise and say goodbye to the DIY. Focus on doing dentistry and leading your team. The other stuff, think of yourself as the CEO of your small business and you're handing out to team members or delegating to someone else or hiring it out so you don't have to do these things. I don't know if I've ever met a successful dentist that delegates too much, but we all know the strain of taking too much on ourselves. So accept this invitation to take back your sanity and your time. If your practice is wearing you out and you're not sure where to start, reach out to us and we can weigh in on your situation. Email us directly or communicate with us at the lifestylepractice.com. We'd love to help make practice management easier and simpler for you. With that, everybody have a great week. Thanks, guys.